Welcome to Season 7, Episode 9 and 2023 of the Family Travel Australia Podcast. We are Paul, Katie and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome to the Family Travel Podcast, where we share the latest in RV industry news, road trip travel, caravanning and camping, product reviews, where to go, what to do, and so much more. Thanks for joining us. All right, here we go. This week, we continue heading south with a stop in the beautiful Airlie Beach, the Sundays. We revisit Barracrab. We free camp at Calliope. Or Calliope, and is there? <laughs> and of course, spectacular Harvey Bay is on our list. We drop the seventy nine into Toyota, and we catch up with Papa Feelgood and Granny Feelgood. Let's just start by saying Happy New Year. We hope that wherever you are around the world, you've had a wonderful Christmas and New Year break and celebration with your family, friends, and loved ones. That was uh, two weeks of. Nothing. Oh, it was so it was good. So good. I actually didn't realise how much we needed some downtime to the point where we didn't really want to go anywhere. We didn't really want to see anybody, and not for any other reason other than we just needed some time to decompress. You know, get the year that was out of our systems. Get organised and excited for the new year and hit the ground running. And I love this time of year. It is, there's something in the air, that anticipation of what's to come. We love to do some big goal setting. So we're pumped. Absolutely. I'll tell you one thing we did uh, do was catch up with our family, our immediate families. And we had some dear friends. And we had a New Year's Eve that was huge. We went to bed at (laughs) 9.30 p.m. We're such party animals. We even each indulged in a zero-alcohol beer to (laughs) ring in the New Year. But uh, I tell you what, we we were partaking in a little bit of a a Spanish ritual for this couple, and it was a paella. Oh, yes. Yes, you did. Paella. As yeah, Australians, yeah, so. us Westerners, we like to say paella. This was awesome, and we got to capture little snippets of the making of this delicious New Year's Eve dinner. So check out our socials for that. It was oh, so good. Incredible. Just even talking about it is making my mouth salivate. Well, I tell you what, it's it's my new favourite meal. We are going to figure out how to jimmy up our. <laughs> Jimmy up. I think we might buy one. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, that's what I meant. <laughs> but, you know, but get get the right gear uh, for the van to do a mm. seafood paella. Yeah, I think this could become a new favourite meal that we cook off-grid, mm. of course. Yeah. We've got the, the great slide out there with our Weber on it. So I think that we could get a nice paella burner to sit beside that on the slide Oh, it's so easy. I've always been a little bit worried about, you know, new recipes like this, but they just made this look so easy. Mm, and the footage is, is amazing. Check out our mm. socials, The Feel Good Family. You'll be able to find us everywhere. Oh, yum, I'm hungry now. All right. Well, listen, we're, we'll kick on. Uh, we'll get back to 
where we left you, and that was arriving into the stunning Early Beach, the gateway to the Wit Sundays. Yes, and look, I, I'm just going to start off by saying I am so looking forward to going back here and really experiencing this amazing part of Queensland in all of its true glory. I feel like we. You know, we were a little bit ripped off because the weather was so uncertain and we just had such a mixed bag. Look, the weather is everything in the in the Whit Sundays. Uh, we were very fortunate. Uh, the best part of our week was really catching up with some dear friends, some old work colleagues and, yes. and beautiful family time, uh, particularly for Jasper with their two boys as well. And a, a couple of dinners out and just sitting around and chinwagging and a couple of storms rolling in. It was just a really uh, beautiful time leading into Christmas. Incredibly humid. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it was. That is one of the best parts of, you know, being on the road full time. And look, we do joke about it, but in all seriousness, because you don't see those special people in your life as much as you would if you were, you know, just living around the corner from them, when you do catch up, those those moments are so special. Absolutely. Well, it was great to have our personal tour guides really to yes. tell us where the gems were. I mean, this whole region is stunning. Uh, they're in a little suburb called Woodwark. Yeah, what a great location too. So close to the main shops of Cannonvale, not Five far minutes, from Ellie Beach. Ten minutes. But for us, it felt like driving out to one of our favourite places down here on the Gold Coast, and that is Corumban Valley. It still had that beautiful, untouched, very rural feel to it, and you're only moments away from all the action. Look, I, I think it is the moment before the boom up in that region. It. Uh it's already on its way up, but it, it is spectacular. You can still snag a, a beautiful property up there, you know, minutes to those spectacular beaches and, of course, the Whitsundays. Mm, might be a good location for a feel-good property, I'm thinking, Paul. Ah, feel-good getaway. Yeah. All right. Watch this space. <laughs> okay. We, uh, as we said, we're, we're a little bit unfortunate with the weather, so we we planned that we were going to go out to the world-famous Whitehaven Beach, mm. arguably one of the best beaches in the world. It always features in the top, you know, five or ten beaches around the world. Yes. Pure white silica sand. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Hamilton Island, or Hamo, as the locals refer <laughs> to it. <laughs> and, and then, you know, hundreds of islands. It's, it is just truly a spectacular region, but we decided, okay, let's not, you know, head out in these big chop no. to, you know then get onto a, a windblown beach and, and yeah. try and capture that. And if we're going to do it, we really want to do it when it is when it is shining in all of its beautiful glory. Hence, we need another trip back there, I think, husband. Definitely. Definitely, I should say. Uh, but a couple of things that we did do was uh, jump in the four-wheel drives and we headed up to uh, a little, you know, it's a bit of a hidden gem. In fact, some of the locals said, please don't tell anyone about this place. <laughs> uh, these two locations are side by side. One is called Dingo Beach. Mm. Oh. <laughs> and the other is Hideaway Bay. Oh, I love this. And it almost had the same feel for me as parts of the Bundaberg region. You're kind of driving through this farmland, mm-hmm. wide open spaces. There's some kind of mountainous ranges off in the distance and then Boom, you're met with a super stunning turquoise waters, secluded beaches, 
it was awesome. We've said it before when we're we're going along these uh, remote locations along any sides of, of Australia's coastline. It's epic, you know, uh, and and that is. The lack of development is what makes these places mm. so special. Yes, and I really was amazed at just how how quiet and undeveloped these two places in particular were. And both had fantastic, uh, like, pub, resort, bistro-style complexes. I mean, we grabbed lunch at Dingo Beach and then we headed around to uh, Cape Gloucester, actually, and had some non-alcoholic beverages and a swim in their pool right on the ocean. Both venues had live musos. Yes. Just a real... I mean, we felt like we were on a holiday. Well, that's it. It actually felt to me like we were on some South Pacific island. It was that kind of vibe, Mm -hmm. really relaxed and laid back. It also was quite reminiscent of being up at Dundee Beach up in the Northern Territory. That same kind of feel. True. Not quite as remote as Dundee. Uh, I think Dundee would be an hour 45, two hours from Darwin, something like that. I think so from memory. And uh, I think Dingo and Hideaway would be, you know, 40 minutes, 45 minutes either way, whether you're going to Early or to Bowen, back north to Bowen. So, right. uh, I mean, we were like, well, what would you do? How would you get services? Then next moment we got passed by the Woolies, Woolworths yes. delivery, you know, the main supermarket chain here in Oz, uh, delivering the locals uh, all their groceries. So we thought, okay, that's how you do it. You just order your groceries online yep. and get someone to deliver it. You yeah, know? amazing. It just a really, really beautiful part of the world that's still, I don't know if we should be talking about this. <laughs> Maybe just erase everything that you've just heard and we'll keep it just our little secret. It is that great. Look, if you're going to choose between those two locations, I think Hideaway would be the pick. Uh, a, a fairly tight community uh, with some beautiful homes already there, beautiful mm. pole homes, you know, a lot of beach frontage looking out to those islands. Wow. Yeah, actually, now that you're talking about it like that, a little bit similar to what we saw when we drove through Mission Beach, that same, again, mm. that same sort of feel, uh, a little bit of development, but not too developed and still a bit of a local secret. Yeah. Don't tell anybody, Until all this right? podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we uh, decided to keep on moving, yeah. said a, a, a bit of a teary goodbye to yeah, our friends. lots of hugs and, and hopefully we'll catch up with them again soon. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and Wildlife Wit Sundays. Wildlife Wit Sundays. You want to put that on your radar. Check that out on Facebook. Mm. We'll give to Neil and Adam uh, our friends, a shout out here for their new business venture, uh, really about engaging, educating and still entertaining, you know, uh, the, the youth of Australia and also visitors, visitors to the region about Aussie wildlife and how incredible our wildlife is. So really great wildlife with Sundays. Check that out. Mm, awesome. Okay. So we're moving on down now to Ward's Barra Crab. Uh, it is a place that we stopped on the way up the coast when we were heading up towards the Cape. And what a fantastic beachside campground. We're off grid. Mm. So you kind of drive through the main caravan park that is pretty chockers. Yes, well, it certainly was when we were headed 
north, that's for sure. It was a bit quieter on the way back down, but mind you, the weather was getting extremely hot. So it's located in Clareview. It's a decent drive. We actually had plans to check out a couple of hip camps that we thought we'd stay at uh, just north of Clareview and Barrow Crab. But as we were driving, you know, that that decision to just go back and stay there because we loved it so much on the way up. And when the weather is picture perfect, you just want to be there, particularly if you can be in the off-grid section. And boy, it was fairly quiet for us when we rocked in. Look, the... Amazing part about the off-grid area is that although the beachfront sites are marked out, they're massive. (laughs) They're so long, more than anything, uh, but you can literally just reverse your rig in, stay hitched, and then Jasper and I put out our cones. We're having a good kick of the soccer ball, watching that sunset, you know, over a perfectly flat ocean stunning. It really is beautiful and there's something about the colour of the water here at Clareview. It's really reminiscent of actually uh, being up in and around the Broome area. Yeah, it's WA. quite a a milky turquoise blue. I think the reason for this is that the, the I guess the, the tide comes in along a very shallow flat uh, area, so it doesn't right. really drop away, uh, and that is why it's a dugong sanctuary. Yeah. So that tide, incoming tide, and outgoing tide is stirring up all the sediment on the bottom, so it makes it quite cloudy. Got uh, it. It's it, so beautiful, though. And then on the WA, although it's deeper, uh, they have you know up to fourteen meter tidal yeah, movements, which is crazy. Exactly, you know, because of the continental shelf over there. So that's why it's cloudy over there, so I believe. Yeah, right. Okay, there you go. Well, speaking of dugongs, we were so lucky to have the drone up and actually capture the most amazing footage of a, I believe they're called a herd. I'll have to double check that. A herd of dugong mm-hmm. feeding just off the shore, actually. And as you said, Paul, it is a sanctuary here. Look, maybe they're referred to as a herd because they are more closely related to elephants <laughs> than they are dolphins or whales. And from the air, like I said to Kate, oh, wow, look at these dolphins everywhere. And I'm like, why are they moving so slowly? Mm. And it wasn't until we really watched the footage back on a larger screen that we went, oh, no dorsal fins. Yeah. Oh, they are dugongs, you know, because yes. we were so uncertain. They're just a little bit chubbier around the centre. They are. Look, and to be fair, I mean, they're, they're uh, sea nickname. Cows. Yes, I was going to say, they're <laughs> affectionately known as sea cows. Um, they're so beautiful. And there were so many mums with their calves. And they were just sort of wallowing and feeding on the seagrass that they love to eat. And the footage is beautiful mm. if you're a wildlife lover. Definitely jump on over to our YouTube episode and watch that beautiful oh, footage. Sometimes you just you just fluke the timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a similar situation at 80 Mile Beach there again oh, over yes. in WA where we were trying to get a wide shot of us back on the beach and boom, dolphins, dolphins. everywhere. Yeah. And so it was, it was similar to that. But these guys just move so much slower mm-hmm. than dolphins. And actually it is uh, an unfortunate uh, part of 
what happens through this region is that people are travelling so fast in their tinnies and their fishing mm. boats that uh, these dugongs, or they're also known as manatees, I believe, are struck by propellers quite often mm. because they're just so slow. So uh, this sanctuary, it is a sanctuary, a, a green zone as such, so it do slow down. You know, it's it's really important to give these guys their space and uh, if you're witness to see them actually in action, it is a beautiful sight. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was an awesome highlight for us before. It was time to pack up and keep moving south on the road again. <laughs> yes. Okay, Calliope, Calliope. <laughs> Somebody please let us know. We have this great debate about how this name is pronounced. Either way, it is an awesome spot to stop and camp for the night. It is a free camp. It is called River Ranch and you can camp either on the southern or the northern side of the, I'm going to go with Calliope River. Mm. Look, it's spelled C-A-L-L-I-O-P-E. Calliope. 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 You say tomato. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. You are, you're normally the one that's laughing at me for my pronunciations. Look, I don't know if this is worth telling this story, but I'm going to give it a real crack in like 30 seconds. When I was a young lad, mm. one of my first jobs was uh, a performer on a piano cruise ship. Mm-hmm. And one of the male singers had received all of the songs to learn the lyrics to before... We, we got on the ship, we would rehearse, and he rocked up to rehearsal anyway, singing through the song, you say tomato, I say tomato, you say potato, <laughs> I say potato, whoa, whoa, stop, says the music director, what's going on, mate? And he goes, well, I'm, I'm singing the song. He'd never, ever heard that song. No. No. So there you go. If you know that song. Surely you he can was imagine taking how much. Me. No, we laughed, we lost it. Oh my gosh, yes. that's so funny. He was uh, even Jasper knows that song. <laughs> it was a good singer. I'll put it that way. That's fantastic. That, that, that was where his uh, talent really lied. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you say Calliope, I say Calliope. Exactly. Anyway, either way, it's a really great uh, free camp to pull in if you are on this stretch of the Bruce Highway and looking for somewhere to arrest your weary head. It was pretty damn busy. We camped on the north side. As we were headed south, on the south side, there was vans and motorhomes and camper trailers everywhere. It looked to me as though people were set up there for, <laughs> you know, they, they not, were staying for Christmas. Not the 24 hours. Uh, no, that's right. We see that quite often, you know, as we're getting around. There are some people that really like a location, an overnight camp so much that they overnight for a month or two. Yeah, well, look, when it's free and you've got water views, I mean, what more could you ask for? Bargain. Yeah. Um, there are bathrooms there on both sides. However, the northern side bathrooms were closed when we rocked in. Uh, being self-sufficient doesn't really bother us, but good to know just to check that out on Wiki Camps if you are planning to go and stay. I believe there's a dump point there as well. Yeah, right. And uh, on the side that we were is the Calliope Calliope a little historical museum that you can go and visit during the day and a great day use uh, rest area as well that we've pulled into a few times before and, you know, made a cuppa on the midway of our drive day. Yeah, perfect. Okay, uh, what I loved is even though you're 
really only set maybe a kilometre, if that, 500 metres back from the main Bruce Highway. Mm. It was so quiet. You don't hear a thing. No, we, we crashed and boom, we were up early and we oh, certainly weren't. We were. Yeah, we left I think around seven or something. Uh, we weren't the first to leave. There was plenty of other people who were hitting the road before us. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's a rare occasion for the feel goods to be on the road by 7am, but boy, it's awesome when it happens. It certainly uh, makes you feel good when you rock up <laughs> somewhere to your destination and it's before lunch or around lunchtime and you know you've got the rest of the day just to kick back. Yeah, get the van sorted, yeah. get your camp set up properly if you've, you've got a, you know, a few days or a week ahead of you. That's got to be a new goal for us this year, I think. Yeah. Leaving early. Yeah, the early bird gets the worm. Yeah, for sure. Okay, now we are going to pull up maybe an hour and a half or two hours down the road for a, for a cup of tea, uh, yes. which is great, and that is at the Gin Gin rest area but i just want to point out uh we we'd also stopped before uh calliope at the yamba oh yes we did that's why double a yes ba yamba rest stop and now there is a driver reviver set up there uh, and a driver reviver set up at gin gin Mm -hmm. free rest area if you're new to this uh you know, in Australia, or you, you haven't heard from it because you're listening from overseas. Driver Reviver is a program that's been running in Australia for 30 years, and it is to combat driver fatigue, which is one of the number one causes of road fatalities. Uh, tragically, I just read uh, this morning that there were 300 road fatalities in Australia last mm, year. Terrible. Terrible. And the majority of these, they say, are preventable. Mm. Okay, now. Driver Reviver is part of the education and, um, I guess, facility to reduce these numbers and to help drivers arrive alive. Queensland has 43. 20 of them are privately owned. Who knew Mm, that? No. And 23 of them are owned by Queensland government. Yes. uh, And they are closing them. And so we're like, oh, this is outrageous. Why would they close driver revivers, you know? Now, the reasons behind this we're told uh, through the ABC News report that we saw is that they can't keep up with the costs associated to maintaining the infrastructure from a health and safety point of view. Yeah, look, these are uh, volunteer-led locations uh, around Queensland. You can pull in, well, you used to be able to, Pull in, pull up, go and have a, a chat with some friendly faces, get yourself a, a nice hot cup of tea or coffee and a Kit Kat in days gone by or a Bicky and just take a minute to rest and, and literally revive. So it's quite shocking to think that at one of the busiest times for Queensland roads, and this is just prior to school holidays commencing, the Christmas holidays, everybody's out on the road, you know, enjoying their family time, that these places are shutting down. I guess in positive news to follow from that, uh, we've heard that a lot of the volunteers are sort of working together to try and source new locations so that they can pick up some sort of driver, reviver, uh, you know, to start operating again. But uh, it's a watch this space. I mean, mm. it's it's hard to believe that such an integral service that so many people would rely on has closed. I think it is 
tragic. It is terrible, and something else uh, needs to happen. So you know, I, I don't know how we we can be a part of that, but certainly that something needs to be done about improving that situation and, and turning that around and finding the funding. Mm. Well, look, I'm just going to, you know, go out on a limb and put it out there and say Queensland Government needs to find funding to fix that Danbury's Highway because it is a pretty rocky road, that whole stretch particularly, and you notice it, I guess, even more when you are towing a van Mm -hmm. like we are. But, uh, yeah, they certainly need to look at, you know, doing some things better to keep drivers safe on the road. There you go. If you work for Queensland Government... Katie's got you in Don't take it personally. Just, you know, do <laughs> nah, something look, about it. You're spot on, yeah. It needs, needs some uh, some major changes and, and drive a reviver. How sad. You know, the thing that um, is overlooked here in a lot of ways is that it is volunteer-led, as you said, Katie, but these volunteers, this is their social outlet. Yeah. You know, this is yeah, what gives them yeah, exactly. a lot of purpose, you know. I mean, they're working for free, but they're having the opportunity to – Communicate with travellers, hear stories, share theirs, tell people the history mm-hmm. of the town and the location. And also feel like they're making a difference, so oh. a real positive difference in the, people's lives. Absolutely adding value and that's now taken away. You kind of think, well, where does that leave those people as well? Yeah. yeah, so hopefully some more news to come on that. We'll certainly be watching that that news story with interest and if we get any updates, we will share it with you. Vice versa, if you, if you know what's happening in that space, let us know. Okay, Gin Gin, uh, a great cup of tea here. It was great yeah. to get the outdoor kitchen. You know, you just open it, put the awning out, sit there, have a cup of tea, boil that up on the uh, induction. No, oh, it's so easy. Cooktop. Now, I it, love that. Yeah, it really is. And there's kind of no excuse for us to pull up and do that. And we just. We just love it. We love stopping on travel days to, to have a cuppa and it's great, you know, if you've got little ones in the car or even big ones or four-legged family members, you got to stop, let them out, run around, you know, bathroom stops, all of that, clear your head. So it's mm. just so easy. And this little spot at Gin Gin's great. Again, we've pulled in here many, many times across our travels. You always meet interesting people as well. Yes. And even, you know, when you're stopping and you're seeing people that ebb and Excuse me, ebb and flow of of uh, other campers and travellers is it's just always interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Don't uh, don't think about staying overnight here at uh, Jin Jin. <laughs> or well, actually, you can stay overnight, but just be prepared to move on. Twenty hours is the limit. Now, if anyone out there can explain this one to us, this had us in stitches because yeah. there's a big sign and it says, you know, welcome to the Jin Jin Free Rest Area. Uh, maximum stay permitted 20 hours, $1,500 penalty applies if you overstay, you're welcome. Yeah, we, we got a good giggle out of that. Now, look, there could be a legitimate the kids, reason for it. Who the hell comes up it. with this stuff? <laughs> I mean, not only the hours, 20 hours, and then, oh, yeah, 1500 bucks. that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's what your fine is. Yeah. That's, that's the number. You know, it reminds me of that story you you told me once about the the car park attendant who who was charging everybody five bucks a vehicle to park in this car park for like thirty years, and they he was friendly, and they all got to know him really well, and and yeah, everybody you know five bucks it's a great deal, and then all of a sudden one day the regulars would come and he, he wasn't there. Yeah, he he wasn't at work, so they they checked in with HR like. Where's John on the on the, on the car gate? park? They're Where's like, who? Who? Yeah, we don't have a John. No, he doesn't work here. 
I mean, I think that's genius. Like if you are looking for a business and you don't have a skill or you don't know what you want to do with your I, life. I'm telling you now, John is in Mexico. Yes. Kicking back. I reckon. Having a, you know, Tijuana mojito or whatever. <laughs> Something like that anyway. John would be uh, laughing all the way to the bar, that's for sure. Look, Google it. I, I think um, – I can't remember this story, the complete details, but, yeah, apparently it is not an urban myth. It's a true story. Oh, well, look out knows. for John at the Gin Gin uh, Free West area. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. He might open the driver revival. <laughs> Serve gin. Yeah, Given back. Okay, let's move on. We're heading now, our last leg, an hour and a half further down to Harvey Bay, spelt H-E-R-V-E-Y. <laughs> Do not say Hervey Bay if you walk into the Harvey Bay pub. No, definitely not. It is definitely Harvey Bay. And we are pulling up there at, uh, I believe it's Pialba. Granny and Grandad, they've been camped here for a little while. We've spent some time with them before we set off on our journey up to tropical North Queensland. So we're going to pull up and have a few days with them. It just It's such a precious time for us with Jasper, so eager to spend time with Granny and Grandad. We, you know, how can we say no to that? And for them, it's absolutely precious time as well. And we also have our Toyota booked in for a service. And this is a good point to note as well. If you are hitting the road or travelling Oz, be prepared to book in well in advance. I mean, in in our experience, and this is not a new experience, this is actually something particularly, I think, post-COVID, uh, you have to book well, well out from when you want to get your vehicle in for its scheduled maintenance. We had a similar situation in WA where we were basically chasing the coastline, trying to book the Hilux in. Mm -hmm. And now with the Land Cruiser, uh, we were basically trying to get it serviced from being up in Cairns and tried all of the dealerships all the way down the coast and finally managed to get in at Harvey Bay knowing that we had, you know, that many weeks ahead of us. In Darwin, from there all the way to Perth, Mm. six weeks, Yeah, (laughs) we had to find someone – to service the, the Toyota, it wasn't until we got to Geraldton. Yeah, that's right. Down down near Perth, a couple of hours north of Perth, that we finally snagged a spot, but we had to keep booking further and further down the coast and they were six weeks out. Yeah. That, that to me is unbelievable. There's no such thing anymore as picking up the phone and going, hey, mate, can I bring it in on Tuesday? Yeah, have you got a cancellation? Sure. I mean, we ask the question all the time and, and they – People basically laugh at us, but um, it's worth asking because cancellations do happen. But be prepared. It's something that you have to think about uh, so that you can, you know, be in that same spot. Mm. Yeah, for, it's hard to uh, forward book when you're, you know. When you're on the move. Yeah, and you, you live in a bit free and easy, you know, as in who knows where we're going to pull up. Yeah. And, but uh, anyway, yeah, some great advice. If you can book ahead, then, uh, yeah, think ahead to book ahead. It's important. Yeah, so this service pretty well kicks off the uh, the start of a journey of repair and recovery. Recovery, yes. Yeah, for the 79. Uh, but we're happy to say that it's going well and mm. uh, we are not too far now from getting it back. Oh, won't that be an exciting day? Really looking forward to that. I can't wait to push that little button 
on my door and put my window down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's window, if you, if you need to this... Uh, was glued in place after our accident recently, so she's not had any windblown hair look at all. She's just been stuck. Oh, look, it's it sounds, you know, like it definitely is a luxury to be able to uh, press a button and have your window go up and down. But let me tell you, for us and for the purposes of filming, the amount of times coming down when I was unable to open my window that Paul would say to me, quick, 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 get that shot out the window. I can't, I can't. You know, so it is something that we do as part of our filming. I was just staring you. <laughs> yeah, sure you were. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, it'll be great to be able to pick up the 79 and see her all back in her beautiful one-piece glory yeah, looking newer than ever, so mm. no, that is exciting. Uh, okay, so what's coming up? We have got a two-part series on YouTube uh, that will be also in line with our podcast that is really everything you need to know if you're thinking about travelling Oz in 2023 mm. or beyond. Uh, you know, three years now for us, just over, travelling full-time, over 100,000 kilometres on the road, mm. and we're six months into our off-grid lap of Oz. So there's been a bit of an upgrade and an update to our e-books uh, on, on exactly this, our lessons from a lap year. So we're going to be sharing all of the highlights from that over the next couple of weeks. Awesome. And just some great tips and gems if you are planning or, you know, we've had so many people say to us, this is our year, we're doing it, we're doing it, we're hitting the road in 2023. So hopefully some really great seeds of inspiration to uh, keep your fires burning and keep you on track with your planning as well. Mm, Listen, a takeaway that I wanted to share was, you know, driver revivers or not, you know, if if they're they're not available for you, do make sure that you stop and, uh, you know, whether that's just to stretch your legs or not. You'll have a happier travel vehicle mm. uh, if you stop and just take 10, 15 minutes. I mean, we, we generally stop. We probably stop for 20 to 30 minutes at these stops. So, yes, it definitely end, adds time to the, the end travel period, but it's just a happier vehicle, you know. It everyone's is. stretched. Everyone's had a little snack, a cup of tea, uh, you know. Bathroom stop, Bit exactly. Of a wee. That's yep. right. Yep, and you're gonna get there and you're gonna get there safely. So it, they yep. really are so important. Great. All right. Uh, look, we're gonna leave it there. Uh, we do hope that twenty twenty three is gonna be a happy year for you and your family, but also a healthy one. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, and prosperous across every spectrum, you know, an area of your life. We, we really wish you all the best. Mm, and all the time too, you know, the, the more I see at the start of this year on, you know, various social media platforms and articles that I'm reading, time really is our most precious commodity, you know, and we, we just don't get it back. So if there is a way that you can work towards more time for yourself or more time with your loved ones, then we wish that for you this year. Love it. All right. I've got to say that's this, uh, us for this episode. Awesome. We we'll will see, you next, see you next week. Absolutely. For now, we'll say dream big, look after yourself, look after your family. And happy trails. Feel the journey, feel the journey.